You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Live Love Memphis Group at the real estate agency is here for you. They want to help you sell your home. It may be the best time for you to do that. You know, maybe you want to sell it three months ago, but you didn't. They said, well, I'll wait. And you waited, and interest rates went up, and now you'll wait again. Well, maybe you're going to wind up waiting and pricing yourself out of it. That's where the Live Love Memphis team comes in. They can help you determine what the, when the right time is and when that time does come, helping you get the most money for your home. Reach out to them. Sold at LiveLoveMemphis.com. Call them up, 901-625-5200. I've told you Jennifer's goal here in Memphis is to lower rentership and increase home ownership. That's literally her mission in life at this point. And I did a little research. One-bedroom apartment average in Memphis, 1056 a month. I know you're looking at the rising rates and you're saying, I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can go from renter to first-time homeowner. I'm here to tell you you can, and Jennifer Carsonson can show you the way. Let her do that. Don't let fear keep you from calling. Again, 901-625-5200, or you can email her at sold at livelovememphis.com. Again, that's sold at livelovememphis.com. They're the best, I'm telling you. It's the Live Love Memphis and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. Uh, we got a lot of stories we we got to get to here. You haven't even brought up Kyrie Irving yet. He actually apologized last night. He did. After so, being We'll get to that. Let's do the rundown. Now, it's the rundown, presented by ExploreStLouis.com. The biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Uh, before we get to that, uh, look, this is an NFL show. Uh, Jason obviously played. Uh, in the in the NFL for several years, yep. so we try to eighty one uh, number eighty one. Yep. Yeah, you were you were cold, bro. You were cold in your day. Zero catches. Yeah, but you were a hell of a run blocker, though. Crack back. They brought you in on those jumbo packages. I used to like to crack back. That's what you liked, huh? And then I get cracked. Yeah, it's it's so so as a, as somebody that does a show with a former NFL player, I always like to you know talk about the uh, past. NFL results. Yeah, and you never played a damn thing. I did. But you always want to make your little you jokes know, about this. You know, Jason, I don't know how many times I've got to say this. I played the recorder, bro. All right? So I'm not going to sit here and be disrespected time and time again. You bring, that up, you bring that up in a conversation about instruments, fool. Well, that's and what that, I played. And that was foolish. Well, that's This is I, a conversation about playing sports. Grown men playing sports or boys playing sports for real. I played, and you didn't was, do much of that, did? Well, I played, in not the, organized. I, 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 yeah, you playing in the streets, a sycamore view. I played. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't need to defend my, uh, you know, bona fides to anybody. First off, right? So you play over in the front yard of tops over there. Yeah, well, I will. You give me a, give me a, uh, give me a hoop. I hoop anywhere. So just stop talking about my ad. Stop making jokes about my athletic career. Yours is worse. <laughs> and you got a stinky NFL team. Wow. Get your life together. And wow. start the rundown, please. Yeah, well, wow. That's how this is going to go, huh? Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles, 29 to the Houston Texans, 17. Philly moves to 8 0. I saw some people, I'm in these discords or whatever about, you know, these sports discords, not like the QAnon discords. I want to, you know, separate that here. All right. I don't, I'm not in those. I'm not in those. Thanks for separating that. 
Cause like, cause Discord gets a bad rap sometimes, man. It really does. People think you're only in those unless you're, you know, you're like a, in a extremist group. This is fun Discord, uh, if you very will. fun Discord. No, it is sport. I, I, people take it too seriously sometimes. Yes, uh, but but in this particular Discord, it's it's just conversations about sports. And I I saw some people in this room that I'm in talk about how the Eagles are a fraudulent, ain't no team. They don't. The, the, the opinion is wow. they they didn't play. They haven't played anybody. They haven't really been tested. You know, and upon further review, they're not totally wrong. They're not totally wrong in terms of the schedule. But you can't apologize for the schedule that you played. Thank you. I mean, it's not like, I mean, what are they supposed to do, lose? So they played the Texans. They played the bad Steelers. They played the Cowboys with Cooper Rush. They played the Cardinals. They played the Jags. They played the Commanders. They did beat the crap out of the Vikings. That is a good win. But it was Monday Night Football, and Kirk always loses on Monday Night Football. So, you know, again. Yeah, you if you want to hold their schedule against them, the fact is they've taken care of business. If it was the first time in franchise history, they're 8-0. You can't be better than 8-0. They have done everything they are supposed to do, right? I mean, that's just the truth. Um, and so I, I, I can't. I mean, the, the Steelers in the COVID season were fraudulent. Remember when they started 11-0 and and they finished like 11-5? and I do remember that. Um, they they were not a good football team relative to their record. They were just nowhere near as good as their record. I think the Philadelphia Eagles are. You know, I I do think that Houston kind of showed last night they are vulnerable, um, at least on the ground. You know, Davis Mills never got anything going through the air. They didn't have any. Brandon Cooks didn't want to play. You Tr- wouldn't either. Trista Crick says he had a butt injury. That's what she said. She said he was he was butt hurt. She's which, very clever with those. Which uh, which look I I mean I don't blame the guy. He's being held hostage, bro. He's like you know this is a captive situation. He doesn't want to play for them. They're not going anywhere. He's like y'all trade DeAndre Hopkins up out of here. Let trade right. me up out of here. Davis Mills sucks. That's well, bad. You know I don't want to be responsible for his grooming. I want out. But. Lovey's not somebody that just folds into to, to player demands. Folks. No, Lovey Smith. You understand that? Lovey Smith is the coach so who's we calling don't care. timeouts down 12 with a minute 30. Well, we're, again, it's about teaching lessons and laying a foundation. This isn't about the Houston Texans this year. Right. It's about the next few years. Clearly. Under which Lovey he, which, Smith. Which he will not be a part of. But the true beard. He will not see. Oh, Lovey getting another year. Oh, he will. They're not going to fire Cully after one year and then do Lovey the same no, way. But he won't get more than that. He will, he'll get one more year and they'll fire him. I mean that's the way it goes. They should have fired. They should have fired David Culley. That you fired David Culley to get the same results from Lovey Smith. What's the point? Mm-hmm. I mean, if not worse. I like David Culley. I like Lovey. Well, I he's think, got them competitive. They just can't win because they don't have any players. Here's, here's what they should do. They should hire both of them and be co-head coaches. No, see you laughing. That's that's a good strategy. That way they could combine for seven wins, maybe. <laughs> Six wins, six wins. I would give them, but no, I think the Texans. Uh, I think the Texans expose some things um, in terms of what the Eagles will give up on the ground. They can be run on. You have a good running back. They can be run on. Um, you know, the key to beating the Eagles is very simple. It's just making Jalen Hurts do it with his arm. I mean, that's really what it boils down to. And he is. He will turn that ball over. I mean, he. You know, he had the fumble. He almost had another fumble uh, on the on the on his own goal line there late in the game. Yeah. Um, did hold on to it. I'm not 
100% sold on Jalen Hurts yet. This isn't some flawed football team. No, Hurts is good enough, and he's got receivers out there that when he isn't good enough, they can make up for it. No, I, I like, agree. They're better. The receiving is com- complete. Not not quite as complete as the Bills, but right there. Yeah. No, I mean, I think the Bills. You're trying would, to find flaws I in a team Bills, that's not really flawed. The Bills would beat him, I think, by a touchdown. That's, that would be my guess. I, I the, the issue for Philly would be getting down early, to your point, and then all of a sudden that takes the run game out yeah. for them and then trying to play catch-up. Because the way, the way Philly beats but, you, they, they, they really – they're like a, um, a boa constrictor, right? They're slow, they're methodical, but they're just wrapping themselves around you and they're just squeezing life out of, of you, yeah. you know? So that's what the Houston Texans were last night. They are that little mouse that got yeah. thrown into there to the – and they put up a nice little fight there for the first half. I mean, they, I think it was tied, right? It was mm-hmm. tied at the half. Yeah. Um, but in the end, once the once the you know Texans had to actually go out there and try to win the game with Davis Mills, he threw two picks. Was not going to happen. So you ever feed a little pink mouse to a snake? I have not. I have not. I've seen it. I have not done it myself. I don't have that um, that gene that allows you to do that without any. Feelings or emotions? Yeah, I'm an empath. I think that's. I know because I know. Anytime I ask you about animals, even if it's a little baby, tiny little mouse, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll have feelings. If it's if it's if it's which if, is know, weird. If it's no longer with us, then I, I have no you know. Right. But if it's alive, I think that's a little you know. But it always it always about uh, that bow constricted analogy. If you it want. always you know weirded me out when Jeff would say like the best way to dispose of a of a mouse is to trap it in a pizza box and then run over it. You know, that always, you know, traumatized me, that, that sight. That seems torturous. Well, his point is that it's not. His point is that it's quick and over and easy. Just get it on a sticky pad, throw it in the trash. But see, that's torturous. That's actually torturous. No, it's not. It is because he just dies on the, he dies slowly on the, on the thing. You think that thing ain't screaming, watching Jeff get in that minivan and run back over it? But you I'm think that ain't quick. You think that ain't terrorizing? It's quick, though. It's over fast, as opposed to if I put you on a sticky pad, I don't know how long it takes a mouse to starve. He's going to starve, you know, right? as opposed to uh, he's going to meet his end one way or the other. So is the mouse the Texans in this scenario of sports? Yes, but if the, if the mouse is on the, uh, on the pad, he's going to starve. That's the, that's the key, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just a matter of how, um, you know, how much of a human you want to be in that instance. So you love animals. I do. I'm an empath. I'm an absolute empath. So, um, yeah, I, I think in terms of, of, of the Eagles, though, I, I think they're good. They're going to be there in the in the end. Um, and the question is going to be when and if not really if, but when it comes to a, a point in the season when they're going to have to, you know, win games with Jalen Hurts. Is he going to be able to do that? That's the question. That's really the only one. The offensive line's amazing. Defensive line's amazing. Um, defensive backfield, amazing. I mean, they, they really have so much talent um, that I, I think anything less than an NFC title game appearance would be a massive disappointment at this point. But when, you, when they do, in fact, get there, you know, whether that's against the 49ers, whether it's against, you know, the Vikings, I guess. I'm trying to think of, you know, who Dallas, else? Dallas, Dallas, Dallas. Just in the division, you know, this season. You know, does Tampa Bay. Because that was without up? Dak. That wasn't Dallas. Right. Agreed. They, they still had a chance to win that game. It's true, you know? I mean, true. Sort of, sort of. Um, they came back is, is the point. So, yeah, I think if and when that does happen, then, you know, that, that will determine whether or not and, and, and how far Philly goes. But they're 8-0. I wish my team was 8-0. That would be nice. I, I wish I could nitpick, oh, man, this is an 8-0 team. What are the problems? All my problems are out there on front street.
every single day. Well, you talk about fantasy world, and you're dealing in reality yeah. world. Yeah, no, it's 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 not good. So Texas moved to eight and zero. Excuse me, the Eagles moved to eight and zero, and uh, the Texans continue to royal in mediocrity. Next story. Uh, there is a top twenty, two thousand and twenty three, basketball prospect currently. Uh, taking a visit to the University of Memphis that if you didn't know, you should know about. It's happening right now. Uh, he's doing it with his high school teammate, J.J. Taylor. I'm speaking of one Mikey Williams. Now, some of you might have heard the name before because Mikey Williams was, is a social media sensation, to be honest with you. He's got 3.7 million Instagram followers. He's a young man who already has a shoe deal with Puma. And again, a 2023 6'2 combo guards play a lot of point. Uh, but John pointed out to me this morning, he's absolutely right, that he plays a, a couple of positions, can play shooting guard for you if you've got a lineup that's got another point guard. We were talking about can you have Bronny and Mikey Williams or even Tyler Johnson all in the same backcourt. Those are the other guys, Memphis. Some of the other guards, Memphis is after for 2023. This is materialized relatively quickly. And like I said, to me it was shocking to see a guy as credible as Eric Bossy yesterday, Crystal Ball, Mikey Williams, whose recruitment we knew very little about, to be honest with you. I mean, on a national, from a national perspective, it made the one official visit to Kansas. But up until this summer, we all thought Mikey Williams wasn't going to play college ball. And so this has all happened sort of quickly, and now you've got guys like Bossy, not just crystal balling him, but saying that a commitment could follow from both of these guys, uh, from, from Mikey and his teammate could follow very soon after this visit. So clearly Penny Hardaway has made up huge ground here very quickly in, an inst- in, uh, uh, in, you know, in, in, uh, in search of a player who at one time we didn't think was going to play college ball. We, we talked about the question again of how do you work out a guy who's got a multi-million dollar shoe deal with Puma, became the first high school athlete to do that, and you're a Nike school. Again, you figure the answer, Penny Hardaway already knows, because you would not be recruiting Mikey in this close, having him on campus. This is an unofficial visit, by the way. Yep. Uh, but you still got him on campus. You wouldn't have him here if you didn't think you couldn't get that done. The idea... Well, I almost think unofficials in this day and age are more serious than officials because you actually have to, like, pay your own way for those. You know, it's not like a, you're, you're not going on courtesy unofficial visits. If you're going on an unofficial visit. How much do you think Mikey Williams is paying for this visit? Well, I mean. Not he, a damn thing. Him, but, you, you, I mean, I guess that's fair. I mean, like somebody. I hear what you're saying, that unofficials are way more important than maybe they used to be in the sense that you can get it all done, Yeah, what you need to in an unofficial. Well, and it's like, you know. No, you can't roll them out and put them up in the Peabody, though. Well, that's and, true. You don't get that. That is true. You don't. I mean, technically you don't. We yeah. don't. You know, we, no, you're right. You don't get. You, there's some. It's, it's not the full all out presentation true. that you give to the others that you can give to the others But you know that it's not a courtesy, too. As well, well. And, and what I know is that this ain't some, you know, uh, you know dumb down a visit where you're only going to show Mikey a little bit on another. You know, yes. You're going to show him everything. Oh, no, he's gonna give him all the, the goods. He'll have the royal treatment it, to the degree that they do it. Yeah, and he, I mean, look, I mean, if he's, it, 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 that's what Penny is going to sell him. It's like, oh, th- coming to Memphis is just as good as going to whatever pro league you were trying to go to, whether you're trying to go to the G League Ignite, because you're going to be whatever you're going to be. Jalen Green was going to be what he is today, whether or not he went to the G League Ignite or whether he went to the University of Memphis. I mean, that's just the truth. That's what he's going to say, at least. And so, yeah, it does feel like he's – you wouldn't be doing this, I don't think. I mean, unless you're just trying to drive up your own price. Many schools had not offered him because they didn't think he was going to play college ball. So we're just now getting, okay, who's even going to be in this that you're going against? He's made the official to Kansas. They seem pretty squarely in his recruitment. Uh, Bossy reports that Arkansas recently offered, and our man at Georgia Tech, Josh Pastner. How about that?
trying to get involved as well. He's also been on the campus at USC. So that, we're just finding out who your actual competition is for this kid because so many schools that said, no, 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 not going to go after him because he's going to go pro or going to do something else, considering the fact he's got as many followers as he does and he's worth as much money as he is. I mean, we do we, you know, you'd question another program, do we even have an, an NIL deal that can, you know, even bring him in, can even, you know, make him take a sniff yep. of what we've got going on over here. So it's different in that way than anything we've seen before. What we have seen before is Penny run up on these five stars where at one point look like maybe they're going a different direction. And I mean these national guys, Jalen Duran and Monty Bates, uh, and find a way to get them uh, out of the blue in some cases. And this would, in many ways, be that. He gets to, does he, he so I'm, I'm assuming he's going to the Grizzlies game tonight. It's probably a pretty good guess. He I'm almost, assuming he'll be there. Yeah. He I'd have not. him. I'd, I'd, yeah, yeah. There ain't much of a game going on. It's going to be just a uh, meeting. But it's just like, hey, go. Meet, meeting. Yeah, exactly. You know how that goes. Go see, you know, what you're going to play in. Yeah, and, yeah. Go check out the, I mean, check out the Grizzlies. Got go in that locker room, all that. It's better than what they, I mean, they used to, they used to take these guys to the, you know, uh, Liberty Bowl, you know, during the, uh, you know, during the, because a lot of these early signing period guys would come, you know, in the, in the fall. Yeah. So this is better. Go to like the Grizzlies game, bro. Like go kick it with Ja. Who was that we talked about that uh, on some visit met, you know, I, I don't even remember because you weren't supposed to be saying it, but met front office <laughs> folks and all that stuff over there. Hey, that's it. That, that's why oh, I'm not, I don't remember. Uh, uh, me no, no. I thought somebody met Fizz. Me no, I'm lying glass, bro. I, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> I think technically you're not supposed to, right? But if I'm it's sure, a bump, no, look, if it's a exactly, bump and all that happens. stuff, you're 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 all good. I don't think we're telling any secrets here, bro. It well, happens all if, the time. If y'all see uh, if y'all see Mikey Williams out here in these Memphis streets, you know you know what to do. I mean, Penny Hardaway again looks like in position perhaps to pick off a top twenty player right in the class of 2023. And maybe as John said, we know he's after Bronny as well. Maybe we are looking at a situation where Penny's got another top five class for 2023. Penny savvy. Next story. Uh, not savvy. Kyrie Irving. Decidedly not savvy. Um, he has been suspended for at least five games by the Brooklyn Nets. We were talking about this yesterday as he sort of doubled down at every opportunity, double, triple, quadruple, whatever you want to use, at every opportunity when he could have just said sorry. A simple I'm sorry would have sufficed. Um, but he did not do that. And he was suspended for five games. Immediately after that, his agent wrote an apology for him that he posted on Instagram, um, you know, which was great, but is what he should have said in the first place. Um, you know, I, I, I will tell you, I had the thought after all of this that, like, is there, is there any possibility that we don't see Kyrie Irving again? Is there any no, possibility? No, there's no possibility. Though. He's coming back. Yeah. Just for the Cause, money. Because KD wants to try and win a title. Well, yeah, I guess. So Nets will let him back, and yes, he's going to come out and finish out the year. I just don't he's, believe. He's got to finish it out, John, it. to get a team to believe, Yeah. okay, you're committed enough that we're going to give you a multi-year deal. Yeah. You're on the last one. It's such a – It's such a The last the, year of the, this one. The reason why that I say – That crossed my mind. That the, what he said, that crossed my mind. Well, too. it is Kyrie Irving. Like, you got to, you know, you got to take all, all that into account. It's not like this guy is, you know, a conventional thinker here. Um, but right. but when I saw the apology, the reason why I say it was written by the agent is because it's not what Kyrie was saying. It's not what he was saying. When he was asked about all of this stuff, he was saying, you know, I, he was not answering the question. He was not apologizing. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden, he, got, he gets suspended, and now he's, you know – 
contrite and apologetic. Because he wants to play. Back well, to your yeah. point about quitting. Yeah. He was made to do this. The Nets yeah. suspended him, and then he apologized. Exactly. They suspended him open-endedly. Yes. He knows he's got to get back. That's why he ultimately folded up and gave the apology, written or not by his by his agent, it's still the I am sorry that everybody's mm-hmm. been looking forward to. Yes. And, and, and my point is, if you were going to do that, because remember this guy who didn't get the vaccine stood in there, right, to the point that the, the laws changed. He got his way on that. He did. You're not relenting here and giving them what they want unless your plan is to come back. Otherwise, Kyrie could just stand on it. I'm not apologizing, and I'll sit out the year. That's right. We've seen this That's dude true. do that. That's true. He would not have ap- ap- apologized if he was going to walk away. 100%. The right. Nets, is, right. he wouldn't give the – if you just give the apology, all they want to hear is I am sorry. Mm-hmm. There is no suspension. Mm-hmm. But because he went bullheaded, mm-hmm. not going to do it, Nets finally do the suspension. Then he comes back afterwards and releases it. Bro, if you had done that in the first place, there'd be no suspension. You'd all be moving on. Think of, but, but just think about this as, as Kyrie, the teammate, and how much all of his teammates are being asked about this, yep. how much it's locked them up right now. Yep. Like how, how is that some commitment to a team? I told you KD never should have picked this dude. Like y'all are completely different, just in terms of what your what your approach is and what you're going after. You yeah. want championships, dudes trying to be a thought uh, a thought leader, lead the world on to some whatever. I'm not gonna get too deep in that. Completely different agendas there. Yeah. So how in the hell you thought this dude's gonna come in and be as motivated as you? Don't make any sense to me. But back to the point. This is hemmed them up now for over a week. Mm-hmm. It set the franchise. It, he doesn't. So so how do you get back? Mm-hmm. Get a team to give you a multi-year contract and believe that you're going to be there and be a productive member of the team. Well, you have to do it by saying I'm sorry, and that's you see, Kyrie ain't Kyrie ain't crazy enough to say no, 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 I'm not going to do it. Cut that off. Where no, I'm not coming back, and then and then hope to have some team do it. No, he's got to show it, and that's why you get the apology. Yeah, no, I, I, we we never should have been here. That's fair. Apologize, just Earl. They just want to hear the words. Dude. Nobody, I I do I do think after this Ridiculous. is uh, uh, what, what was it? When's it, is this deal up? After you know this them. Year? Yes, it's an aspiring deal. They couldn't Over. even trade it, John. Nobody yeah. wanted it. He's not. I I, I mean I I don't know. I don't want to speak in absolutes here because he is really freaking good. Oh, he'll be back. That's and now yes again. This is part of it. Him getting yeah. back after five games. All right, here's the process. We'll start it with an I apologize. Honestly, like whichever NBA team needs a point guard and has like very like a, a very uh, you know doesn't have a, a big Jewish community, we'll we'll sign him. Well, I mean, I guarantee like, you, Sai and those guys, they're done with it. Oh and, yeah. And, but but the point is, is Kevin done at this point? You would think he is too. All yeah. the back and forth and where this thing's gone. My gosh, they've been spinning their wheels there forever. The Jazz will sign him. That's what they'll do. Sign Kyrie. Yeah. They'll definitely bring him in. They don't care. They'll they'll uh, they'll forgive and forget in Utah. No question about it. Um, but yeah, I, t- I saw that five games at least and uh, an apology. So crazy story. Um, and uh, you know, here comes the fallout. Uh, Sean Salisbury is going to join us when we come back. We'll talk to him about the NFL, about the Texans. Uh, get his thoughts on the rest of the NFL slate this weekend. And more. But before we get to Sean Salisbury, let us tell you about a place we love. Shoot 360. Yes, sir. You know, I am I don't I don't want to overstate this. I don't. And I don't, but I'm not going to do that. I'm gonna say it and it's gonna I'm a shooter. I'm 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 one of the purest in Memphis. I'm one of the purest in Memphis. You lost to Jay Williams at shoot three sixty, if I recall. He's 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 not in Memphis. 
he's out of Memphis. So I'm, I said in Memphis. You know what I'm saying? So and he's he's pure. He's a former NBA player, man. You know I had to get him up out of here though. Uh, but how did I become that? Shoot 360 is how I became that. And if you have a son or a daughter that is serious about the game, as serious as I am, then you will take them out to shoot 360. Let them own their craft. Let them get that instruction from the coaches there on staff. Let them find out, okay, I need to work on this. My arc, my depth, my directional is off. They'll have the technology. It's the same technology that Steph and Clay use. Maybe they need to use some more of it after this season. Shoot 360 is right here in Memphis. Well, John has spent time out there, and he has put up shots. I guarantee you this, your boy or girl is going to be better than John. If they put in the time out at Shoot 360, again, they got the development of coaches, all the state-of-the-art training equipment, and they make it affordable. Can do a one-year commitment, 12 months. That's 130 a month. That's a great deal because I pay 130 a month for Chris's two martial arts classes. Like I told you, you can be in Shoot 360 all day long for that 130 month and all week long. It's a fantastic deal. Even got the eight-foot goal for the kitty. It's the future of basketball training in Memphis. The future is now at Shoot360. Go see them at 85 Market Center. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Drive in Cairo. Sean Salisbury is the host of the Sean Salisbury Show in Houston on Sports Talk 790. He's a dear friend of the show, joins us every single week throughout the NFL season, and we are humbled and privileged to have him. He joins us now. So, Sean, I'm curious, man, on, on one end of the spectrum, you're you're a game away from a championship, and on the other side of the spectrum with the uh, with the Texans, you are you couldn't be further from a championship. So do you just pretend that the Texans don't exist right now? Like, what does that look like, you know, for Houstonians right now? Oh, they exist, but uh, this is exactly in truth, and I, it's not arrogant either way. This is, for the Astros, exactly where they expected to be. The fans, the Astros, honestly, they... You know, you're talking about six straight 
League Championship Series. They've been to four World Series and uh, of the last, what, six years. They got a chance to win. They're, they're building a dynasty, and they've lost Cole and Greinke and Charlie Morton and Springer and Correa, and they're still winning. So it, it's pretty phenomenal what they've built and what they got going on and with a 3-2 to two lead. But this is where the fans expected them to be. I think this is kind of where the fans expected and we did. I thought we'd get more wins a team that's not picking first, second, or third with the Texans, but they are—they don't know how to close. And there's minutes during a game or, or series where you're like, "What are you guys thinking?" And then you look at Pierce and watch Mills at times. You say, "Man, pretty good." I think they're a little archaic on the defensive end and the offensive end. They don't have a lot of talent. And when a guy like Brandon Cooks is frustrated that he didn't get traded and stays home, it's a coward, punk-ass move. Bad teammate if you're going to do that. And I've held him in the highest regard in his career. People don't get traded. They're more frustrated about that than they lost. Sometimes people don't get traded. Sometimes you don't get your wish. 18 million reasons why you should show up for your teammates. Now, if his wife was having a baby, he was sick with the flu, uh, his hamstring was torn, I get all that. You cannot tell me we're at the point in 2022 in society and in football and player empowerment, which is hogwash, that we're going to allow a player to say, "Eh, I'm frustrated and possibly still pay him Sure, go to your safe place. Stay home because you're frustrated that we didn't pay you. When I played, they'd have taped his ass to the goalpost, or the, he'd have been. They'd have dressed, I'm, I saw it. Yeah. They, you go in there and you joke with the offensive lineman like I, Sean. You know that goalpost in 60 degree weather, 50 gets a little cold. Joking around, it's all into love. But this would have been. You, you said what? You're not playing because you're frustrated. Turn your check in this week, buddy. So I'm, I'm, they're more frustrated about that. I think it's such a cowardice Bush League move because you're frustrated that you thought you were going to get traded and didn't. Get in line, dude. I, yeah. I, we can't be at that point in society, can we? No. Where we're going to let guys stay home no. because they're frustrated. So I guess Davis Mills and Pierce next week and, and, and Petrie can say, you know what? You didn't show up last week. I'm frustrated. We're 1-6-1. One, one. I'm going to take this week off. I'm going to make it a bye week. But I still expect that check in the mail, my direct deposit. So – they expected to be here. I think we expected more wins at this stage, but nobody had any delusions that the Texans were a playoff team. Yep. It's professionalism, Sean. You know what it is, and there's just, there's less of it these Awful. days, brother. There's just right. less of it. Um, on yep. that other side, what do you think about Jalen Hurts? Because the one thing, Sean, that I get, well, I, you know, he fumbled that football, and, I, and what if they get behind? And, 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 and he finishes up, I think, 21-27, 247, two touchdowns. Uh, how much of a question mark is he still – and I guess at this point I'd ask you, too, in the NFC, you taking the Eagles or are you taking the field? Um, right now, from what I see in the NFC, I'll answer that one first. I, I'll take the, the, the Eagles. Okay. I, 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 Tampa Bay, the Tampa Rams-Packer uh, thing, uh, even if one of them makes the playoffs, uh, right now their, their rosters are not good enough. I mean, their rosters, their production is just not good enough mm-hmm. to sustain it through playoffs unless you get Brady or one of those guys in the postseason, getting there is going to be difficult, even though by default you may win like the NFC South. Um, the Vikings are good. Do I trust the Vikings to go into Philadelphia in the playoffs? They've already been there, I think, once and got beat. Yep. I, lo- I think the Vikings are really good. The team that may be the biggest threat in the NFC is the Cowboys. They, 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 with the run game, they can play defense. The quarterback, they've expanded their offense now that he's back. Um, but I'll take, I'll take the Eagles over the field. And to answer your question about Jalen Hurts, there's no quarterback in this league that is, has that is, that is heightened his stock 
and paycheck in the future more than him. Yeah. In this league right now, it's him. Two, uh, all these, oh, he can't throw, he can't throw. Okay. He has proven now, which is going to drive defensive coordinators nuts, that if you cut him, he rushed for 20-some yards last night, mm-hmm. that he can beat you throwing the football 25 times, 35 times. Their defense is outstanding. They didn't have their best run defense last night. I understand the sluggish, you know, short week, all that, and, and you're expected to blow out the Texans. Well, they beat him by double digits, but still didn't have their best last night, right? And their receivers, he's got weapons. But you know what? It's not just the weapons that are helping him. He's helping them. He's accurate, one of the better decision makers at quarterback in the league, and as poised as anybody in this league, poised. Nothing ever since he's been a freshman in college right. has ever had that guy feel like he has to defend when people are you know, d- uh, demeaning his game. He is no longer just a run-throw guy second. He can beat you both ways. I'll take, the, I'll take the Eagles over the field in the NFC right now. This dude's in a way, and if you're the Eagles, you found your franchise guy, and they're coaching him right, he's going to get paid big money. Yep. Is Tampa Bay a falling knife then? Because, you know, look, it's Tom Brady. It's that offense. Like, they, you, you, you kind of feel like, all right, like they, they still have the pieces. Is it, is it just disappointment week after week with them, and they, they don't find a way? They're just too far gone psychologically to do it? You know what? I love this because first, like the Rams and the Packers, guys. I don't think either one are good enough to make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying they're not talented, but I'm talking. You know, you watch the optics. I, the Packers. Think about this: if we go, let's just say we go an NFC South winner. The East has got three teams that are. All the Giants have to do is win four more games, play sub 500 football, and get to 10 wins therein. Yep. So let's just say three teams from the East. A South winner, a North winner, the Vikings, and a West winner, the 49ers or the Seahawks. So if it's the 49ers, you got the Seahawks in contention. You've got, a, you've got the Atlanta Falcons that are hanging around. Tampa's obviously, as we said, winning their division. So if you're the Packers or the Rams, you better pick it up. You, you, you better start to, to, to pick this tempo up. So of the three, Packers look disengaged and look like they can't. No longer does it look like Aaron Rodgers is the cat that swallowed the canary. Like, oh, you guys keep talking. I got something on you. It looks to me like he's saying, uh, I kind of agree with everybody else. We're not very good. And he's saying it, basically. The Rams are not physical. They don't run it well, and they don't protect the passer. Talented, but if they don't finesse you to death, they're not, they're not beating you. We've seen it. Tampa, because of the division, the Saints aren't very good. I don't think Atlanta's better than them I don't it, it, when it gets right to it. And Carolina beat them, but we know Carolina's not better. They do have weapons, but they've always been a step ahead, like in the shallow cross, every decision. Tom and them, they look a step behind, a little late here. The route's not this crisp. There's just something missing. I still think they're going to win the division by default, and who the hell knows if Brady gets on a roll and what happens in, in you know, January. But I don't think any of them right today are a threat in the NFC to be playing in February. We'll see if that changes. Miami makes the move, goes for Bradley Chubb, and they, they needed a sack guy. He's perfect for him. You immediately sign him to the extension. With that offense, Sean, even when it gets down, we know how dynamic it is. We saw it last week. They can come back and put up points on you quick. Does this? I asked my partner a version of this question earlier this week. Is Miami now top three? Would you put them behind? You know the Bills. You know they got the win there. Uh, the Chiefs. Do you put them above the Baltimore's? Like, what does that Chubb deal do for Miami in terms of making them a contender right now? Are they? Yeah, and if he turns into that guy we thought about coming out of school, right in Denver, like a 12, 14, 15, 16 sack guy, 
another step, even if it's not this year where they get to point, they're building now. Yes, they are. Speaking of, uh, once again, you bring in Mike McDaniel, look what the coaching's done. Look at the co- about just offense, the trust in Tua, right, the accuracy, getting him. Hurts and Tua both got weapons now. Look, what, look at the result. And then you're exactly right. They needed the edge-disrupting game wrecker, and hopefully for them, Chubb can be that. If he is, now they may not be Super Bowl ready yet. Mm-hmm. I mean, maturity-wise, maybe not yet. But along the way, they're and they'll get in. Along the way, they're going to beat somebody. That, if they're a wild card, that's like, oh, we got. It. They're going to beat them. Mm-hmm. So this is a dangerous team when you're accurate and you can disrupt. I'm looking forward to how they build this thing out. So yeah, it's, it's Buffalo. It's Kansas City. And you can be hard-pressed to tell me. I, I can throw Cincinnati in when they're playing great, but we've seen their line. Right. Baltimore with Lamar and Adam Roquan Smith did. That's pretty logical as well. So you start to think about it, yeah. I, I, you, you, could, you could sit there and say that Miami now is if not third. They're mm-hmm. not fifth as far as best teams in the AFC, and they're not stopping. I like teams who want it. Go out and get Quinn as a pass rusher if yeah. you're one team, and you go out and get – uh, Bradley Chubb, yeah, I like what I see from the Miami Dolphins, and I like their energy. Have you ever played on a team, Sean, like the Tennessee Titans, where uh, obviously you're a quarterback, and so as the quarterback, you like to feel like you're the most important, you know, important part of the team. But it doesn't really seem to matter who it is for them; they just win. They find ways to win. They lean on what they do well. And, well, they won five in a row now, going for six. Not going to probably find it this weekend, but Vrabel always plays the Kansas City Chiefs tough. They did it a year ago. Have you ever been on a team like that that just really, despite their parts, find ways somehow to win? Oh, yeah, I've been on teams like that. I sure as hell hope that the teams I've been on it was not always in spite of me that they won quarterback. But, yeah, I am, I'm with you. I have you know teams that just know how to win. And I do believe it's, it's uh, contagious, just like teams that get used to losing. Think about teams who can't close. It's almost that, oh, here we go again, right? And teams that, that somehow just say, oh, we're down, we're down eight. Oh, don't worry about it. I got this. And then they go take care of their business. So, and you've got to have some talent, obviously, to keep doing it. And that dude in the backfield is pretty good. So you can lean on him as often as you want. He can carry a house and the team bus and the football at the same time and, and go get you 219. Go back to the Texans game. But here's what I do know. They, they, they are going to need more production out of the quarterback. And now when Tannehill's in, he's obviously more experienced, seen more. And I understand why Malik Willis went through the – they only threw 10 times against the Texans, right? They, they, they didn't throw it. They protected it. And you could tell at the line of scrimmage, cadence-wise, he's a young kid that's so gifted, but he, he's not ready for that stuff just yet. But he came in and won a game because they leaned on the run game and they did what they do defensively, and they pounded the Texans. So you're going to have to throw it more than ten times and be more efficient throwing it, which Tannehill has been. Looks like they got a good kid in the future at the position. Mm-hmm. But if Derrick Henry doesn't go, they're not, they can't win in January deep. They just can't. But Tannehill's better than just a guy. He's been efficient, has had good years, but he's got to make good decisions. As long Now, I'll tell you this, they throw it in the 20s and don't turn it over with their toughness and that running back. They just not. They, they don't have a ton of weapons on the perimeter either. We see that on some teams this year. But if you can lean on the big fella and play some defense, and the quarterback's smart and efficient, and you can you, you don't have to throw it 38 times. Yeah, Tennessee's going to be around because that's a team that's, that that takes punches but punches back, and eventually the body blows wear their opponent out, and that's who Mike Vrabel is, and that's who their offense is. 
Uh, Sean, you know my partner's a, a Raiders man, much like yourself. And last week mm-hmm. you, you heard it. He's asking about he's asking about starter Jack. He's feeling real good going down to New Orleans, coming off that win over the the Texans, and then obviously you go down there and don't score a point. Who, who's most to blame for the disappointment that's been the Las Vegas Raiders this year? Guys, think about this. Who would have thought that we'd be sitting here talking and say they got worse? It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. It is. It's like the quarterback's taking a step back on his decisive in decision making. It's like Devonte Adams just became a guy, which is which I that, there's oh. no way. Oh my god! Yeah, That's Hunter so Renfro weird. is a hundred catch guy, and we're like, well, what's going on? It's it, Josh Jacobs' three previous games looks like a beast, yep. and it kind of disappears. You know what, guys? I, I've tried and tried and tried, and maybe, and I don't know if I've said this on this, maybe just maybe. There are guys, and I've been on teams that a guy is made to be a coordinator or a position coach, not a head coach. Maybe, just maybe, they don't have buy-in, and that they're not as talented possibly as we think they are. I know the guys we just named are gifted. They've proven it in the league. And maybe, just maybe, Josh McDaniels is a better play caller when he's just calling plays than when he has to be the head coach, too. I've seen guys like it that aren't cut out for it, and I'm starting to wonder with some of the things that he does – if, in fact, that he's not, hey, his coordinators go with break, awesome. But it feels to me at times like it's like it's a scramble, and it looks like it on the field, too. I don't know their identity week to week. I don't. Yep. Normally at this time I do. And as a Raider fan, it's disheartening to watch because if you don't buy in, if they tell you they buy in, then i got to see better production. They, were, they made the playoffs last year and have gotten worse with better personnel. You explain it. I can't. But I can tell you this, coaching matters, culture matters, leadership matters. That's right. Command and control leaders don't succeed very often anymore. You better be an inspire and trust leader. I'm not sure McDaniels has that. We're going to find out, though, at some point in time. Uh, and then, Sean, let me ask you, just uh, turning to college football real quick here, it is, it's, it's a huge matchup this weekend, Tennessee and Georgia. I don't know how much you have seen of, of either of those teams, but Tennessee has a real Heisman candidate in Hendon Hooker. they got to go into Georgia and, and pull this off. Georgia is laying eight despite being lower ranked in the college football playoff. Um, what, do you, what do you sort of expect from this matchup? Can Tennessee continue its dream season this weekend and do it against the reigning champs? I've watched every game and every throw Hennon Hooker's made this year. I am a bigger college fan than NFL fan. I do not miss. All my TVs are rolling. I, I got first LSU and Tennessee, if I'm a gambling man, which I am, I got both dogs covering the spread. I do. I, I got both dogs getting inside it. Here's what I – to the Tennessee specific. The tendency to – they're the number one team in the country, according to the, to, to the, you know, the, the, the committee. They're rolling into a very difficult place to play. But – the tendency at times for coaches and players, oh, we haven't tread, we haven't been here since what the '90s, right? Yep. Was it late '90s, maybe? '98. And oh, yep. and Josh Heupel's got it going on. I'm not saying they will, but the tendency can be we're going in to play a great team, the reigning national title. Let's keep it close. Let's keep it close and play a little safer because man, we're the number one team. Here's what I say, and I think Heupel will do this. And Hendon Hooker, who should be at the top of the Heisman talk, play fast. Play fierce. You bring it to, to, to Georgia. Let's test how physical they are in space. I mean, if they can run and keep up with your speed. Let's go run 85 plays, not 65, because that's what Georgia wants you to do. Slow down to appeal to, the, to appease them. It's going to be tough. Georgia's good. Go do what you do. Apply the pressure just like you did on Alabama in your building. 
go let it rip. Don't play fast. Don't don't worry about a damn thing about the ranking. Act as if you're the 12th ranked team in the country, trying to show your worth because you still got something to prove. I think Tennessee gets inside the number, and I'm going to tell you, I think it's a fourth quarter game. I'm anxious to see physically can they hold up at the line of scrimmage, meaning can Tennessee match it because Georgia's good. On the other side, Tennessee got to take a backseat to anybody when it comes to playmakers. Let's see if Georgia can handle space and somebody who's going to run more plays than they ever get to watch. Uh, run 80, 85 plays. If they do that, if they get to that 80-play threshold, look out if you're Georgia. This is going to be one hell of a game, and I'm not going to miss one second of it this weekend. It is. It's going to be awesome. Hey, uh, Sean, appreciate so the time fun. as Thank always, you so dude. Much, Thank you. You guys are awesome. Thanks. Appreciate yeah. it. Sean Salisbury joined us every single Friday here on the show. I, I would love to watch a football game with Sean Salisbury. Oh, yeah. We got to make that happen, brother. Now, you don't think it's it doesn't spook you in the slightest that not a single person that you talk to, that you hear from, that has an opinion on this radio show or this station is with you on Georgia minus eight. That, that, I mean, everybody Tennessee plus. That, that doesn't spook everybody. you. Everybody. Like when everybody is uh, when there's I, such you a consensus. Given, us, given me an education on this since we've started in this sort of that this is the way. This is where you go the opposite way. I know that. We said we said sometimes Houston, it's just right. Though. We all said Houston Astros in five didn't happen. You know, no, I think Brad did not say that. You're including him. Oh, you didn't say in five. I thought Brad. I thought we all said he should Astros in five. I thought that was all the. I didn't want to. I didn't want to accuse him of 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 a prediction. I think we all because it felt right. It felt right. Oh, it better believe it was me and you. When there is a consensus in that way, you know, it's just like rarely do things go according to plan in sports. It's just like it's like like last night the Texans score first. They go on their best scoring drive of the year against the damn Eagles. What what sense does that make? So Charlotte gonna win tonight against the Grizzlies. I don't think they're gonna win. But you're crazy. No 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 no. They don't. They're not gonna. They're not gonna win. I know. uh, Cover the the eleven. John ain't finna let them folks lose. My point was that is that sometimes it just is what it is, bro. That's the point. And this Tennessee offense is what it is. Uh, Breaking news from Van Lathan. You know Van Lathan. Oh, excuse me. Uh, breaking news from uh, 92.9, presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit oh, BetQL.com today. You're, you're smiling. This is big news from Van. He's a friend of the show. We haven't caught up with him in quite some time. Apparently, he's gained a lot of weight. Well, he used to be. Him. Yeah. He, he, I he, didn't know. He, so he's put the weight back on? Yeah. He, and he says, as I got fatter, my ass crack got longer for some reason. It's up to my middle back now. I'm not sure that's something you want to put out there. Yeah, that was breaking news from Van. You know, but I appreciate his transparency there. It's just, it's, Van is a funny dude, man. He's very funny. We got to get him back on the show. Here he's doing it at his own expense again. I just don't, you didn't need that, man. Yeah. Because now the, you know how Twitter is. Now they're just going to come in and maybe, maybe he wanted to create a stir. Van, Van has like tweeted through his, his weight game. Like he, he, he's making light of it. I'll say that. Like he was talking about he was playing pickup. He had done so much work, like to to shed the yep. weight. This is why that Man. blue tw- uh, Twitter check mark is there for Van, just to verify that he's he's the guy that can give you a butt crack news uh, uh, on himself. Maybe there's going to there's going to be somebody else though. Somebody else can impersonate him. Yeah. He he said yesterday. He, I set a screen on the court and then heard, "Could someone please call that out? This guy is 400 pounds." <laughs> like Van is going through it. Hey Van, it's all Bro. good though. He knows it though. He. Uh-huh. He's 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 embracing it. He's leaning into it. I, I think Did he give fun. a reason why? I think he just you know he fell off the wagon a little bit. You know, the food. It happens, right? Yeah. If that's if you are if you are a naturally big person, right, and this yeah. and it's just like who you are, and you fall off that wagon, you know, 
It is. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. But it is. Oh, you know what would be a great start to your weekend? I mean, you have to wait till tomorrow. But going to Top's Barbecue for breakfast. Oh, you're right. Kick it off the right way. Show you're right. Get that BLT. Get that syrup-infused waffle. All kinds of different ways you can go for breakfast at Top's Barbecue. And that's that's the thing now. You could rethink breakfast now. Top's does it big every meal of the day. They say breakfast is the most important meal of the day, Jason. That's what I hear. So why would you not want to start it off right with Top's? barbecue get over to the union avenue location that's where you're gonna have to go in memphis for now for breakfast it is well worth it yep already had it down in south haven that's going you can get this breakfast from 6 30 to 10 30 for those of us they're just getting schooled on top's breakfast it'll change your life you got to get caught up got a brisket and cream cheese breakfast sandwich as well that's fantastic john told you about the hash brown that's syrup maple syrup infused waffle it's perfect to eat on the way into work. Got a nice little bit of powdered sugar on it. Cooked to top's perfection. Don't just do breakfast, though. You know that. Been doing this 70 years, so you don't be new to this. Do lunch and dinner as well. That smoked bologna sandwich is one for you. Have it for dinner tonight. You will absolutely love it. You can thank us on Monday. Fireman Burger's good, too. Top's Barbecue with their fantastic number one rated burger. The point is, everything out there is good. They're doing breakfast now. Just go to Top's and sit there all day long. Have their best. That's what Top's Barbecue, 70 years and still smoking. Well, well, well. Your reigning champs in the NFL are struggling. And your reigning champs in the NBA, too, are struggling. Golden State lost last night to the Orlando Magic. Oh 130 to 129. There was a massive uh, free throw disparity. I will say that. Uh, 15 to 46 in favor of the Orlando Magic. So That's a Timps? Wow. Yeah. Yeah. How about that? Warriors were 10 to 15. Uh, Magic were 33 to 46. The folks got 33 points to the free throw line. Are you saying we should launch a congressional investigation into this game? What I'm saying is Golden State must not have gone to the basket much. You think champs get some calls. They must have been just shot jacking. Yeah, Paolo finished with 22-8. and eight. Um, R.J. Hampton had 15, and Jalen Suggs had probably his best game of his career, 26-9. and nine. I heard that little life in your voice talking about R.J. Hampton with double digits. We just got to get to the right situation. 
please. Gotta get us out of Orlando. Well, we don't <laughs> Orlando. have Orlando. No room here. Yeah, no, nah, there's not, especially when, uh, you know, a couple other dudes come back, right? Is Fultz still out? Yeah, Fultz is still out. So when they get those guys back, it's time to go. Um, but the Warriors are 3-6. and six. They play New Orleans tonight, and everybody's out. Steph's out. Clay's out. Draymond's out. All your friends are out. So they're going to move to 3-7 and seven on the year. And, like, I don't know. It's a weird start. It's a weird uh, – uh, Yeah, it's got curved uh, – Looking at a different rotation, he's saying. I don't know if it's like, what do you want me to say? You want me to say that the Warriors are broken? I don't know. It's a, it's one of the strangest starts for an NBA team that's coming off a championship that we've seen in a, in a, in a while. That I'm comfortable saying. What does it mean? Does it mean anything? Could it not? Does it preclude them, Jason, from being 55 and, you know, 27 or whatever it is? No, it does not. But. Again, it's so early, John. The Grizzlies were nine and ten last year. You go on to the second best record. In the I know, league. but they weren't the defending champs, though. That's the difference. I, I, I understand all that, but the person, the only thing that's different is what Otto Porter's gone. Uh, who you replace with Jamichael and uh, GP? Mm-hmm. You know, Gary Payton. Those, I mean, which those you could, replace with Divincenzo. And so doing my anything. no, but my point is, eventually they will. And so I, I still can't. And I know you know Kerr has even talked about now. I mean, he's acknowledged. Yes, this doesn't look right. I'm going to tinker with the rotation, and I'll get it right. But right now they have, you know, the bench. I'm reading from the story. The bench struggling. Defense, like, you know, much like the Grizzlies for that Portland game, right there at the bottom, and they're struggling on the road. Uh, you know, early season problems. The vets probably don't give a hot damn about the start to the season. It's just about the end, and the rookies aren't quite ready. We talked about it. It feels like how, wow, what a Golden State, great situation. You got a little bit of the past there with your future right there on the same team. But the fact is, these rookies aren't ready. Right. I'm talking about the Moody's, the Wiseman's. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.